0: Three women were charged, one arrested following a year-long human trafficking probe undertaken by sheriff's deputies out of Macomb County, which found an alleged prostitution ring that spans state lines around the Midwest. A 52-year-old woman taken into custody. Two other female suspects have still not been arrested as of yesterday. Let's get the latest now with Macomb County Sheriff Anthony Wickersham, who joins us live on JR Morning. Good morning, Sheriff. Good morning. Are those uh, two other women, are they still uh, out at this point?
1: Yes, um, we believe they had ties to, I think it was Chicago and Indiana, and so we're uh, communicating with uh, law enforcement officials in those areas to to help us uh, try to apprehend them and bring them back here to answer to the charges.
0: How did you get uh, wind of this uh, rain?
1: Uh, This came in uh, just on on a a tip that this activity uh, may have been going on in one of the spots in Macomb County. And our deputies and our investigators then began the investigation, which uh, just continued to grow and to grow Uh, over the year. There was a total of 54 search warrants that were completed um, to culminate the, uh, the nine search warrants that were done at the time that we took all these individuals into custody.
0: And, Sheriff, what was happening in the spas that is illegal?
1: Uh, The workers were um, soliciting sexual acts, and and through our investigation and information, pretty much they were were forced to solicit acts. Um, Pay was uh, based on uh, how big a tip they would get uh, performing acts. And information also obtained was the fact that if they weren't producing, then they were moved either to another spa or another area. Um, so most of these women, um as we said in the in the press release and in the press conference yesterday I was talking about um they had no transportation; they were driven everywhere, most of them had to sleep at the spas um so really they they weren't free to go and, and do as they wanted this
2: was a, This was a form sheriff of a, a really in, almost indentured servitude, wasn't it I mean there's this notion that the, these women choose this life and that this is some, in some ways a victimless crime. Speak to that, because this sounds more like slavery than it does a choice. Yes,
1: 100 percent, Guy. In these situations, you know, they're going to say, well, they're there for their own free will. The, you know, they're, they're performing these acts and, you know, they, they have opportunities. You know, some will say they'll have opportunities to walk out the door, but... In reality, um, you know, they don't. They're, you know, most of them are, are in fear that, uh, you know, if they leave, uh, you know, bad things will happen to them. Uh, you know, maybe they'll be sent back to where they came from. Um, I, I believe we, as we still work through the investigation. Um, some of us, not most of them, are, are promised, a, you know, a better life coming here and and then get forced to working in these spots.
0: So, sheriff, the 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 women who were working in these spots, um, are they uh, uh, getting help? The ones who were forced into this type of involuntary servitude, are they getting help or any type of assistance?
1: Yeah, the night we did the uh, the search warrants, we brought our uh, Women's Advocacy Center, uh, Turning Point, along with us on on all the search warrants, and uh, they were present when we were interviewing the uh, you know again. In these human trafficking and, and situations, they start out as defendants. And as you gain more information, you find out that they're going to become victims. Um, so in this uh, in this situation, we know that three of the women uh, were provided services, home, shelter, and safety by turning
0: point. And this was not just your department. Many departments assisted because this spanned many counties in different states.
1: Yeah, and this investigation, again, it started with our our sheriff's enforcement team, but as it continued to grow, you know, we needed additional help, and, you know, that's one of the best things here we have in in Michigan is that all law enforcement agencies, whether it's the federal level, state level, county, local, we all work together, you know, for the common good and rooting out crime in our community. So uh, there was multiple agencies that helped over the year in the investigation, and then uh, the night of the search warrants, we had uh, multiple agencies assisting because we had to do so many locations.
2: Well, it was like pulling on a loose thread. Next thing you know, you've got a whole network that you're bringing down, which is really a great police work. Tell me, how did these women arrive in, in this human trafficking uh, network? Uh, what was their path there? And, and how do we short circuit that?
1: You know, what we found, and, and, again, still during the interviews, they're they're reluctant to give us all the information, but uh, we did find that I mm, believe all of the women were here on work visas.
2: So they were here legally.
1: So they were here legally. Um, oh. And, again, we believe that it was, you know, an enticement of, you know, come to America for that better life. Uh, the work in the spa is, a, is a, what we would believe is a legitimate uh masseuse um but without proper training and then once you're there you're you know you don't get an hourly rate you're you're getting paid based on tips that you'll get on sexual acts that you perform on the crimes
0: and sheriff i understand like the the person who was arrested the one person that was arrested the woman was arrested inside an mgm uh, casino hotel room now does mgm uh, do they have anything uh to do with this
1: no, I wanted to make that clear. MGM was was not part of it. Um, we believe uh, through surveillance and information, uh, a lot of the proceeds, uh, they would go to the casinos and spend their money. Uh, it just so happened that the night that we did the search warrants and were looking for the suspects, uh, we located uh, the individual at MGM Casino and that she did have a hotel room. Uh, so we did execute a search warrant on that looking for additional information.
0: And Chef, just uh, change topics a little bit. I, under, I I wanted to talk with you about the uh, mental health um, unit, uh, the part of the new jail that you guys are building in Macomb County that will deal with mental health. How's that coming along?
1: Oh, uh, we're we're moving uh, like gangbusters. Uh, we're we've got a couple more meetings to complete uh, by the end of this year. In the next couple weeks, and then our architects go to work, uh, you know, designing the the prints and getting schematic design. So we are we're hoping um we could have a product to present to the board to get approval um by uh fall of 2024 and, and get the project going. So uh we're very excited here uh you know it's been long overdue. It's been almost an uh, 18 year between uh, Mark Hackle and myself trying to to Perfect. get something done and something changed with the Macomb County Jail.
2: Yeah. That can be an absolute game changer, Sheriff. Um, congratulations on bringing down this network. Thanks for sharing the story, and uh, that's a big win going into the holidays. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much. Everybody have a great holiday season. You as well. You too,
2: Macomb County Sheriff Anthony Wickersham. I wanted to bring to your attention something we've been kind of perplexed about: this up it, upswell of anti-Semitism on, on college campuses, the support for Hamas, where it comes from. Mark Penn is uh, was Bill Clinton's pollster. And Harvard Harris issued a poll yesterday of 18 to 24 year old young people, not all of Gen Z, just part, and it shows. And this is just a, this is just astonishing: 50 percent support Israel, fifty one, fifty percent support not just Palestine; they support Hamas, a recognized terrorist organization, and they say that the uh, solution for what's happening in the Middle East is to give Israel to Hamas to uh, basically uh, that Israel would cease to exist. Uh, 53% say, imagine this now, 53% say it's okay for students to call for genocide of Jews. Wow. That's a majority, 18 to 24-year-olds. 41% believes that Hamas rules democratically, that it's not authoritarian. 44% believe that Israel's not a democracy. And these people that would cancel you for not using the right pronouns say that Hamas lets gay people live together openly. Nope. Mm -hmm. I would suggest you try that. No. (laughs) They'll let you live openly once you're dead. Dead, yeah. Once you've been executed. Um, Mark Penn says he's never seen ignorance on a scale like this on a particular issue. He says they're listening to the wrong TikTok videos. They're in the wrong social media bubble. But that's just not alarming. It is dangerous.